enjoy the film. You want butter on your popcorn? The theater will be ready in a second. Well, should we tell them? It was such a, a harrowing experience. I don't know if we can properly express it. Uh, My God, this last week has felt like three weeks. Truly. It's been harrowing. It's been... Harrowing is the word. Daunting. No, harrowing. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're not using that word right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I can't, I, I can't read the uh, word-a-day calendar from over here. Henry, could you read that for me? <laughs> that says dolting. Oh, dolting. And what's the definition? Uh, when when you're just a portion of an adult. Dolting. Does it have a like, sentence? Like, if you, if you do your taxes, but you don't have a bank account. Mm. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. But anyway. Uh, Our experience. Harrowing. Yes. It was harrowing. We, uh, the, the, the morning after we recorded the last episode, we went down to uh, Factory Row on Hilltop on Hill. On Hilltop Hill. In that valley. Down in the valley. Yeah. And uh-huh. we, I mean, we explored for what felt like three weeks. Oof, it, it was, was spooky. It was gooey. It, it was. was gooey. There was a, a lot of just, just like on the floor. There, it, it reminded me of the theater with the creamed corn. But there was just sort of this layer of of greenish goo everywhere. Yeah. So you know, we get in there. We start. We start pulling pins as we are uh-huh, to do. Uh-huh. First, we explored the 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 goo factory. You know, mm-hmm. we are like, oh, well, that's where all the goo's coming from, clearly. <laughs> of course. And then we went to, more importantly, we went to mm-hmm. the coat hanger factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what? And like, and after that, thing. we went to the coat rack factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coat hanger because factory actually had nothing. That's what we went there for. I don't know why we saved it for a third. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we went into the, the coat rack factory because, mm-hmm. a, as we've mentioned, the town is just uh, overflowing with coat racks. Littered. You can't go two, two steps without seeing a coat rack out of the corner of your eye and thinking it's a, a timbered t- delight citizen just hanging out there. But then you turn, it's a coat rack. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a coat rack. Also, Greg, we, we, I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You need to stop it. Stop what? Swinging dead cats. It's really well, upsetting. I mean, they start by being live cats. <laughs> no, that's Ooh, much boy. worse. Oh, gee. <laughs> so anyway. Anyway, we were down there. <laughs> we're we were we're pulling there. pins in the factory. We're uh-huh. pulling pins and we're 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 stringing yarn between the pins. You know, we're connecting we're lifting the dots, mysteries. All right. Mm-hmm, we were mm-hmm. at, we were just getting swole lifting so many mysteries. And we're down there and guess what? Who, guess guess what, listeners? I'll guess. Wait. Go for it. Well, no. you're wrong. Wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> we were down there, and 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 we were, we had one too many double takes, turning around, spinning on our heels, mm-hmm. seeing coat rack, coat rack, coat rack. Oh, I feel like I'm being watched. Coat rack, coat rack, coat rack. And finally, we spin around, all three of us, we spin around, and there was Linda. Linda herself. Linda herself. Petting a cat. Yes. In a chair. So Greg, of course, grabs the cat, swings it around. Trying to see if I can hit hits a, a coat, coat rack. rack with it. <laughs> and Linda, she, she, she says, oh, get him. And Tommy jumps out of nowhere. Uh huh. And he 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 wrestles that cat from my fingers. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still he, holding the cat. And you two are just going at it on the. We're tussling. On the floor. And then Harris Harris F, my brother, uh-huh. with the scar on his on his face, mm-hmm. right, comes out and he side. starts wrestling with me, saying that he's your brother. So we're wrestling around. You guys and I'm like, wrestling. you're not my brother. I don't believe it. <laughs> Scar's on the wrong side, and you know we're going at it just full-on brawl and then a third person comes out to wrestle me do you know who it is it's me it's you a second kyle mcclinsky the 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 scratch on your person yeah on my neck yeah on your neck that steve gave me yes steve gave you a scratch on your neck and it started throbbing and glowing Uh uh-huh and now listeners (laughs) i know that you must be wondering guess guess what happened next (laughs) we'll wait no! Wrong again! Wrong! You so stupid, wrong! Dumb idiot. 
So uh, the second Kyle announces that his name is Kyle. He says, it is me, Kyle McClinsky. He attacks me, and we're fighting. And, I, and I, I, I'm picking up. I, I shove Tommy off. I grab the cat, and I start going towards you, Kyle's. And I'm like, I don't know who to hit. I don't know who to hit. And I say, hit that one. But the other one of so me he says, I am Kyle. Yeah. He's just swinging a dead cat around. <laughs> hitting coat racks. <laughs> And the coat racks just keep getting in the way. Right. But eventually, you managed to knock over all the coat racks, so you had a free a free swing, uh, space to swing that cat, and you hit the other Kyle in the head, and uh, he just dissolves into the green liquid, just yeah. like the type that I vomited after Steve scratched my neck after he came out of the landslide, you'll all remember. Oh, I remember when he was saying that he was Steve. So clearly, yeah. we all we all just ran from the scene. We uh, just ran. And came straight here to record an episode of Break Room at the Cineplex for you viewers. Linda could still be out there. She almost certainly is, because we didn't do anything to stop her from whatever she's doing. Well, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's, we got we got some more pins to pull, some more mysteries to lift. Yeah, I, so I do have a theory that so when when you struck the other me with that cat and he turned into green goo, it made me think. Uh, remember, because I threw up a bunch of green goo after I got scratched by the Steve who was missing his neck tattoo. And I, I think that maybe when I vomited all that green goo, it went down through the sewers, you know, because I, I vomited in a toilet. Maybe that green goo that I had vomited somehow formed into a second version of me that was slightly different than the normal me. So you think the green goo factory is more of a green goo processing plant and not a factory at all? That's exactly what I'm saying. Now this, this is... This is genius. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just say that this makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. I mean, once you and say- And it's genius. I mean, you think about it. We've got Harris F. who returned, uh, but he, he had a scar on his face, but it was on the wrong side. And all he seemed to be able to say was that he was Harris F., your brother. And then Steve came back and he was missing that neck tattoo. And all he seemed to be able to say was that he was Steve. And then another Kyle shows up and uh, he didn't have my lazy eye. I don't know if you spotted that. But here's the thing. Since I only started vomiting green goo after Steve scratched me, it seems like maybe that's how it's it's spreading. Maybe all the uh, timber... Oh, do me, do me, scratch me, scratch me. Well, let's see if I throw up green. That seems like a, a risky uh, pro proposition. Oh, let's try it. Come I mean, on. here's the thing. We'll, we'll, I'll puke, not in the toilet. I'll puke on the ground. Greg, you got a dead cat, right? Oh, well, so you'll have it right at the here. ready. <laughs> Put that away. What color do you and want? And if by the end of this podcast <laughs> episode, a new me forms, we'll, we'll just have Greg take care of it. I'm into it. All right. I'm absolutely into it. All right, All right, here, I'll just give you my arm, I guess. Cool, I've got yeah. this really Ow. sharp nail, yeah. Oh. Wow. Uh, That's like a knife. You really got me, you got me really deep there. Kyle, Sorry. do you cut your nails ever? There's a lot of blood. I chew my nails. Wow, oh my God. You should put pressure on that. You should put pressure on that. Are you okay, Henry? No, not in the toilet. <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh. Shoot. Right in the toilet. All right, well, let's flush and try again. Okay, one more. <laughs> <laughs> Have we mentioned that there's a toilet here in the break room at the Cineplex? How do we need to mention well, it? Well, it wouldn't I mean... be a break room otherwise. <laughs> uh, so do I need to scratch you again or what? Yeah, get my, get my other yeah, arm. Yeah, get the other. Make it symmetrical. Symmetrical. Wow. wow. You do not need to go so deep. Goodness. That really hurts. not waste any time, Sorry. Kyle. Wowzers. I feel like I keep hitting the vein. Oh, no, the toilet. Uh, Good. Oh, I missed the toilet. Very good. I missed the toilet. It's to the side. So close. I got a little on the seat there, but oh, that's all right. Fine. That's okay. What, uh, um, what color of cat did you want, by the way? Do you have any shades of gray? How many shades of gray do you have? I've got uh, 50 shades of gray. Hey, stuck the landing. Nice. <laughs> all right. So I guess uh, we'll just keep an eye on that pile of green goo that's now on the floor of the break room. While we review a movie. All right. This is Break Room at the Cineplex, and I'm Kyle McClinsky. And I'm Greg Basil. And I'm Henry Harrowingson. Hey! <laughs> hey.
because our the last week we had was daunting. Was harrowing. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, as harrowing as it was, we did have time to watch a movie that was suggested to us by a listener. Well, there's always time to watch a movie. Even though we rushed over here right after our harrowing experience <laughs> at the we factory. We rushed over here, watched, watched a, a movie, movie. <laughs> and then flipped on the recording, recording. Yeah. and then uh, threw up next to the toilet. So this uh, this movie comes to us via a listener from the Twitter DMs. Ooh, somebody done did sladden da DMs. But before they uh, before they get to the movie, they weigh in on our debate of bag of pudding versus any any sandwich. <laughs> Finally, okay, come on. Sock I'm it on to the me. edge of my seat. All right, here we go. It says, "Hey there, boys." My vote for bag of pudding versus literally any sandwich goes to bag of pudding. It's Ooh. just so efficient. What? You're you're welcome, world, and thank you, listener. Uh, he says, if y'all are up for more movie suggestions after that debate is over, here's my suggestion. I've been searching for a new favorite movie now that I understand Metaphor Rhode Island, and I think I found it. Tats enough. It's a harrowing story of a tattoo artist with way too much on her plate. It's a what? What kind of story is it? <laughs> it's a harrowing story, just oh like our week has been. Oh, uh, What will she say when she decides she's fed up? I'll let you find out. Let me know what y'all think. Signed, M. Okay, how, what are how, what is what is the method to getting putting into a bag? First of all, right? Um, is it more? And or then, less what difficult? is your method to getting it out of said bag? Okay, and how Henry. is that more convenient, Henry, than anything else? They said efficient. All right, I'm going to explain to you step by step the method, all right? Okay. Step one, Mm -hmm. bag. Step two, pudding. Okay. Step three, mouth. (laughs) Step four, you're on your jaunty way down the street to the bagel store now. So you're going to a bagel store, but you've already gotten your food in the form of a bag of you're pudding. You're eating pudding on the way to a bagel store? <laughs> yeah, I'm off to get a nice bagel and lox, baby. Now, how do you feel about bagel sandwiches? Now, hold on. <laughs> There's no such See, thing See, I would as argue a that a bagel, bagel with lox on it is an open-faced sandwich. Screw you, and no, it's not. Now, look. If there's one way to have a bagel, I'll tell you this one way to have it, bagel. You take a bagel, (laughs) Uh you slice it, you put on some Thousand Island dressing, you put on some wonderful, (laughs) you put on some some corned beef, baby, you put on some little sauerkraut, all right, and Uh you put that thing on and you smunch it in your mouth. So that's not an open face sandwich to you? No, you idiot. It's a closed-faced bagel. <laughs> We're going to have uh, ask our listeners to weigh in on this debate as well. Uh, what the hell is the thing that Greg just described? Well, you're one for one here with the whole putting in a bag thing. Uh, so I tell you, now there is no way. Okay, now now l- l- let, me, let me put it this way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paper bag. Butterscotch mouth. What is your argument? What? <laughs> How can I be any clearer? Okay, I then guess weigh in on, on that your as well. Jaunty way to the bagel shop. <laughs> uh, but but if we could move on, I feel like we're getting a little bogged down in this uh, this very important debate. Admittedly Please. important debate. It's been a harrowing week. <laughs> but uh, M's DM. Did mention Metaphor Rhode Island, which is the other film that they uh, sent our way somewhat recently. But we did watch Tats Enough, which is the story of a tattoo artist with way too much on her plate. Thanks, M. All right. uh, So should we just uh, jump right in? And it starts a little something like this. (laughs) (laughs) So so this movie centers around a, uh, um, a woman, obviously. And she works in a tattoo parlor. Spoilers, uh, she she makes magical tattoos that come to life. 
Wow, you just wow. J- okay. We did jump wow, right you really in, didn't just, we? Uh, gave the whole biscuit away there. So I guess we'll skip the first thirty minutes of the film the since first we don't 30 find that out. Until... Don't even count. <laughs> okay, well she's on. She's okay. Well, I guess we'll just skip. She skip the love. Her relationship the, with her uh-huh. dad going skip back. That. Uh, and then she. So she's she's tattooing this fat guy. No, and, skip and, that part. <laughs> oh. She, okay, she's tattooing this really re- disturbingly thin That's guy. the one I mean. That's the one. And as she's and yeah. she's out outlining his rib cage per his request. Um his ribs fall out of his body. <laughs> He's wheezing uncontrollably. Yeah. And then he takes a a, a, a hit from his his inhaler uh-huh. and he starts he starts declaring how upset he is. He says, "Now, miss, if I may, I do not remember requesting that my ribs open up and display to the world. Also, I need a doctor. I'm n- I'm not one to leave a Yelp review, <laughs> but in this case, one star. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we get a little transition. He gets wheeled out by an ambulance, <laughs> and and she's left there. She's left there, uh, uh, um, with just her, just the her. tattoo gun, a bunch of ribs on the floor. And the uh, the tattoo parlor owner comes in. He's this he's this elderly fella. He's he's completely tattooed. Yeah, yeah. Up. We met him in the first thirty. We minutes. know who Skip he it. is already. <laughs> and he says, "How did your first day go? I just saw an ambulance leaving. That's unrelated, correct?" <laughs> and she says, "Well, that's the thing. Uh, I don't know if this is normal." But uh, uh, I was tattooing this guy. He wanted me to tattoo his ribs. And, and, and he cuts her off and says, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me guess. His ribs turned real and they fell out of his body. Uh, are you using the blue tattoo gun? No, no, no. You've got to use the green tattoo gun. The blue one is magic. Well, it's, it's complicated. Listen, I already explained this. We don't need to go over it again. But you remember in the first part <laughs> the first of your day part. when I said, don't use the blue one? <laughs> well, that's come back that's now. A, this <laughs> is a call back to that. <laughs> now, this is something interesting in this film. Like, to talk about unusual, uh, 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 unusual, well, n- it's not a trope because I, I don't see it very often. But an unusual trait is when a movie calls out its own callbacks to itself. Like, th- it's, it's only been 30 minutes. And this movie goes on for three hours. Right. We'll skip the last 30 minutes, too, just to trim a little Just time, to evil things out. Yeah. Sure, sure. So uh, so he's like, anyway, close up the shop. We'll, we'll talk more in the morning. It's your first day, but you close up the shop alone. <laughs> and he leaves. And, uh, and, and so our, our protagonist, who we could say her name, but, I mean, we established that in the first 30 minutes. Let's just skip over that. It feels unnecessary. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they say her name, probably. <laughs> and so we'll get to it eventually. Right, right. It'll it'll come back around. They'll do a callback to it. So she starts uh, cleaning up the shop, and uh, as she's sweeping up and putting stuff away, she keeps glancing over at the the blue uh, tattoo gun sitting on on the chair that she used, and mm-hmm. it has this sort of you can tell that she's she's tempted by the power that she now knows this is imbued with. Yeah, that she was yeah. apparently told about earlier and forgot. And she starts having this external monologue, being like, she, she starts saying, "Well, I wonder, I wonder how far these powers can be taken. I wonder if it only works on flesh. I wonder if I could tattoo a wall on a person." <laughs> if you remember from earlier in my day, I'm having money troubles. Perhaps I could tattoo money and make money be real. So she goes through all of these questions, and 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 uh, um. And she's left with that. She's like, "Well, okay, I'll sleep on it. I'll sleep on it." So she locks up the uh, the the tattoo parlor and she starts mm-hmm. walking down the street. But then she kind of gets this this feeling, this urge, mm-hmm. and she says out loud to herself, "She says, Talia, which is my name." <laughs> there it is. There's the callback. Yeah, that that that's where it is. She says, "Talia, I feel compelled." To not have this power out of my hands. I feel like if this power were to get put into the wrong hands, uh, this could be an interesting story. So we cut back to the tattoo shop, and uh, she throws a a trash can through the window to break into the tattoo shop. She had a key. (laughs) 
has the keys. But she's staging a robbery at this right. point. She wants it to look like a, yes. uh, some random thief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make it look like and, it was uh, put into the wrong hands. And we cut. We just cut to the next morning. We don't see what she does that mm-hmm. night. But we cut to the next morning, and and sh- and and she walks into the store, you know, not knowing. She's she's feigning like surprise. Mm-hmm. Emeril, her boss, is in there, and he's <laughs> he's freaking out. He's like, "Oh, my shop, Talia, Talia, the blue one's gone. How did they know? Someone threw a garbage can through the window. Like, bam." <laughs> And she she's like I you know I don't know I don't know Emerald uh we we gotta I mean d- forget about it right and and she's like and he's like I cannot forget about this and and so they they spend the next like couple hours filing police reports mm-hmm. uh, you know getting all this stashed away and they're like the police are over there and they're taking notes like it it uh it, it brings things to life you say. He's like, uh, well, okay. it makes things right, real, then. you know. If if you draw a living thing, it would bring it to life. But sure, let's say you sure, sure. let's say you tattooed a bunch of rings. Hey, Officer Patrick, this guy, am I right? What a buffook! We're an Italian neighborhood, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, listen, you know, we're cops. We don't really find lost stuff or stolen things. Uh, but good luck. And then they walk <laughs> good away. Good luck to you. And they're like, you know, if you see a guy doing the crime, we'll come down next time. And they're like, wow, okay. Uh, yeah. So Talia thanks. goes over to goes over to Emerald, mm-hmm. and and she's like, man, I'm sorry that those guys were a couple of couple of jokesters. They certainly did have a couple wisecracks. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but they they were no help. I'm, and they really weird. they really seemed like they loved each other too. They the way they're holding hands yes. and putting their hands on their holsters of their guns. Their their story might be interesting to follow. But what happened here is certainly strange. So I I've just got off the phone, Emerald. I got off the phone with the with the window repair shop. They can't come in till next Wednesday. Um. So what what should we do? And Emerald Emerald's like, well, I look. I don't know. I've got to figure something out for my family because this is my livelihood over here. That tattoo gun was passed down through generations of tattoo artists. She's like we can't, we can't just use the green one. He's like the green one. <laughs> Listen to how stupid you sound. <laughs> Didn't you tell me to use that one yesterday? Weren't you mad I used the blue one? Talia, open your ears, hon. <laughs> <laughs> You're living in the past. We got to look forward, and forward is blue. Blue tattoo gun. <laughs> blue means forward. Like, but listen, all right, while I figure this stuff out with my family, I got the landlord on my ass right now, all right? And my mother-in-law is waiting at home. Ugh. <laughs> but I'm not, I won't get into that. I already spent the first few minutes of this movie complaining about it. We don't need to get back into it. Uh, you go home, all right? You take care of yourself, Talia. I'll let you know when we're back in business. And and she's like, oh, okay, uh, all right then. So she goes back. Uh, she goes back to her to her apartment. She goes back to her apartment, and she's she's sitting there. She's got she's got a a, a, a coffee mug mm-hmm. full of red wine, <laughs> and she's got the blue tattoo gun on her uh on her table yeah she pulled it out from under her mattress where she stashed it the night before for safekeeping Mm -hmm. so she pulls it out she sets it on the table and she's just looking at it and she's like all right i guess it's time to to see what this thing can do and so she uh she pulls up her pant leg and she she decides she's gonna try by just tattooing directly on her own leg not a good move not a good move oh no no Mm -hmm. because the first thing she tattoos is a cat <laughs> and she draws like like to to talia's um uh credit n- yes to her credit standards yes to her standards she is very good she is an artist let me tell you she has the hands of a tattoo artist that is good and so she <laughs> but to anyone else's standards she's, she's okay it's fine she's fine and and she 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 we know that this is up to her standards uh, because she looks at it and she says, man, good work, Talia. She says, huh, tattoo, more like tattoo. And then a cat bursts out of her leg. It just <laughs> jumps right out. And it, it's kind of a cartoony looking cat because, you know, it may have been up to her standards, but it didn't look like a real cat, obviously. Right. It, it, it wasn't a, a perfectly lifelike cat tattoo. Mm-hmm. It was sort of a cross between Garfield and like Heathcliff. 
and, and, and Fritz maybe the so, cat. So it's <laughs> it's kind of walking around with its two back legs and its front legs aren't working too well. It's smoking a pipe that she tattooed it into its mouth for some reason. And it's holding a magnifying glass. I don't know what that's about. Like, th- this would be an interesting movie about this cat character. And that's what Talia says. <laughs> she says, this would make a really good movie. And then she continues to, to work on things. Mm-hmm. She draws on her wall little butterflies that fly out of the wall. The butterflies fly out. The detective cat or whatever the fuck it is starts chasing the the butterflies around while she keeps tattooing other things on her furniture, on the mm-hmm. floor. And and it all it's all coming to life. She's like, "Wow. Think of the th- think of what I could do with this aside from creating these cartoon characters." Right. So, with smash cut, we get her kind of Walking down the street, super confidently, mm-hmm. like, like I picture like Bruce Almighty. He's he's like just straight Spider Man you know? three. She's, she is straight or Spider Man three. Only the best picture movies. Spider Man yeah. three. All right. Are you picturing Spider Man three? Because that's it. That's no, the vibe. Now stop. All right. So she's strutting down the street with her tattoo gun, and she's got a right in her belt. Loop. Yeah. And and she and uh, these kids are like trying. They're trying to like wrestle the the water out of a fire hydrant because it's hot outside. <laughs> trying to wrestle it out of there <laughs> and she's like i can help with that and she tattoos a little spigot on there water starts squirting out the kids are like uh, there, there's another group of kids who are like our our collective cat has been trapped in this tree but we don't have any way of and she's like it down. take this one and throws the detective <laughs> cat at him See, I thought she was going to make a ladder or something, but she's no, like she needs how to about this, this detective one? cat <laughs> she's like i already got one <laughs> You want some butterflies? Bam, bam! But she's she's going around. She's basically sh- sharing the love of this uh, this magical tattoo gun. Mm-hmm. She passes by this this uh, um, this homeless woman, and mm-hmm. this homeless woman has a little has a little cup, and she's got a sign that says, "Hey, anything helps." And so she's like, "Huh?" Methinks to myself, Talia. Methinks she goes over to the wall, and she she tries she she tries to tattoo money but since she can't do photorealistic money it comes out and it's clearly not real so it's she's very like, cartoony it's uneven and the same those same cops come by holding hands and they arrest the homeless woman for counterfeit money <laughs> <laughs> oh the police arresting the homeless for nothing the system doesn't care about the likes of you homeless lady <laughs> so uh talia realizes like the power she has and how quickly consequences can catch up with her and so she she runs off to uh um to emerald and emerald's sitting there he's he's um weeping he's weeping openly he's oh god my life my kids, my mother-in-law. And he's doing this while he's tattooing a customer with the green tattoo gun because he's still yeah, got to make yeah. a, a, a day's wage, you know? Yeah. And and the person he's tattooing is gritting their teeth and they're like, look, I I understand completely. Oh, jeez. Ah, are, you, are you almost done? I just wanted you to draw the Triforce from, from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> You're pushing really hard. Uh, unnecessarily so i think <laughs> i'm not a professional i don't know and he's like yeah that's right you're not a professional <laughs> don't tell me that oh my god oh hi talia and she walks in <laughs> she's like she's like emerald emerald uh, uh i've got something I, I gotta tell you but i'll wait until you're done so she sits in the chair near the she, near the she door. waits she waits for a while yeah yeah and then she's like listen emerald i found this homeless woman she stole the tattoo gun <laughs> You can have it back now. The cops arrested her. And he's like, wonderful. Give it here. And he grabs it and he, and he holds it there and, and he kind of gets this look on his face and he's like, wait a second. The energy on this tattoo gun. You were using this tattoo gun to make cartoony shit to try and make things real, weren't you? <laughs> it feels a little lighter than it should. It seems like there's less magic in it. <laughs> it's, it's almost like someone lied to me or something <laughs> but you're not a fibber are you talia and she says look emerald i'm terribly sorry i di- i i you you see right through me uh i i stole this gun i stole this gun because i thought that i could do some good with it and he's like well of course you thought you could do some good with it that's what you always think that's what i thought too before my father bless his soul 
before my father's untimely demise at the hands of a villain that will introduce after I'm done talking with you. <laughs> She's like, I've had a lot on my plate, as we discussed at the beginning of yesterday. So I, I was just looking for a way out, and I thought that maybe this powerful magical tattoo gun might be the answer. But I've learned my lesson. Now, what was it you were saying about a villain? And and the the, the customer is like, listen, uh, are you going to finish up soon? Or can I leave? Or He's like, sit she, down. She did say that she would wait. Sit, sit down. I'm not done with you either. You, If you want your fucking triangle tattoo or whatever... You're going to sit your ass down and, and, and wait. Sit your ass and, down. And I'm going to finish it with this blue one here. Because <laughs> this was my father's father's tattoo gun. All right. Now, before I do with that, <laughs> he says to Talia, he's like, Talia, I got something I got to tell you about it. <laughs> now, my father sat me down in that exact same tattoo chair, and he told me, he trained me with this gun. He trains me, and he also trained it, uh, trained, he also trained my brother. Now, my brother uh -huh. runs a tattoo parlor across town, all right? Now, he is one son of a bitch, I tell you that much. God bless my mother's soul. <laughs> he tried to, as you did <laughs> to take this power into his own hands all right now this would make one hell of a movie if you look when i was a child my my evil brother tattooed a demonic creature on my uh arm you can see where it used to be but of course it leapt out and it uh it it it, it went on a, a horrible killing spree it ate our dad <laughs> It ain't our mom. <laughs> it ain't my sister. <laughs> it's too horrible to describe, but I'll do my best. It was a feline-like creature, smoking a pipe, holding a magnifying glass. With a magnifying glass. The most evil part. <laughs> we called him Detective Puss... Uh, Detective Whiskers. <laughs> I almost called him Detective Pussy. But but that was he was a nice guy. <laughs> he was a nice guy. He had a little top hat and was holding a kazoo. Very, very good by comparison. He, Detective Pussy, mamma mia, gotta bless his soul. <laughs> he passed some time ago. Anyway. But Detective Whiskers, <laughs> let me get back to the root of my story here. Detective Whiskers was a was a horrible, horrible creature. He was a demon of a cat. So, and so Talia starts like sweating nervously. Of course, he's like, "You gotta, you spits in there a little. Uh, are you all right?" And she's like, "Um, yeah, I just really have to go home right now." And so she just books it. He's like, listen, I wasn't done talking. All right. Don't you okay. want to know how we ultimately defeated Detective Whiskers? Ah, you don't ah, care. I'm a sugar. <laughs> and he turns back this to the This is also customer. a Jewish neighborhood. <laughs> I'm whatever you want me to be. I'm a Jewish Italian. Listen. It's not that far-fetched, you buffook. All right. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> and so we follow her. And she's running down the street. All right, picture Spider-Man 3 without the swinging from webs. Right. And, and she's, so she's running as fast as she can. And, and she like, comes to where the kids were on, on the street playing with the cat. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I should have never, I should have never left this cat here. Oh, God, where are the kids? Where are the kids? And, and she looks across the street. The kids are playing on the other side of the street. Mm -hmm. and, and she runs over. She's like, did you, where did that cat go? And they're like, oh. Uh, he left as soon as you gave him to us. Yeah, he started. He started spouting something in Latin, and then he left us. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, w "Do you know where he went?" And they're like, "That way." And they point, and, and she's like, she runs down this alleyway, mm -hmm. and and uh, around a corner, and it's a dead end. And she turns around, and the kids are ganging up on her. Mm -hmm. They start to <laughs> close in in the alleyway, and she's like, "Oh boy." I really bit off more than I could chew here. And she's like, this would make a good movie. <laughs> and and the kids start rushing at her. And they like, are th their eyes are rolled back in the in their skulls. They're clearly possessed. They've got little pentagrams on their foreheads. And she's like, I don't know how I didn't notice that when I first passed by you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and behind the kids, mm -hmm. we, we hear this. <laughs> and around the corner comes... Detective, Detective whiskers. whiskers. Hand in hand with 
the brother of Emeril. We only know that because he said, Hey, my name is Saul, and I'm the brother of Emeril. <laughs> All right. Get it through your thick skull. Listen, that guy, oh, what a, what a buffoof. He's the long-winded fellow, ain't he? He sure knows how to tell a story and make it last a long time. But uh, when I'm done with you, you won't even be able to listen to another one of his stories. Let me tell you about the time that I... And this goes and on for another... Detective Whiskers says, meow. And he's like, oh, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. To the evil plan, I'm sorry. He's like, I thought I'd seen the last of my good demon friend, Detective Whiskers, but here he comes to my shop today and tells me he's possessed a bunch of kids and that I should follow him to this alleyway. And so here we are. And I said, oh, what luck. Oh, what luck to have my good pal back again. Maybe now after, maybe now after we take care of this, one over here, we could have my tattoo parlor be as, as, uh, as, uh, um, as lucrative as it once were, was, when it was. And, and Talia has climbed over a fence and run away And she's point. gone. <laughs> I curse my tongue. Gah. We gotta get her back so that we can get her to get back our magic tattoo gun that my brother stole and has been ho- have, having in his tattoo shop. <laughs> Let's go get her. <laughs> and so he, he he sends the kids after. He's like, "You've got f- quick little legs. Go get her." And so she, we get we cut to Talia. She's sneaking through back alleyways, trying to stay quiet and like keep her ears open. She's super paranoid. She's like, "I don't I don't even know where to go at this point. This wouldn't even make a good movie right now. I'm freaked out." <laughs> uh, and, and she's like, "I I know. Uh, when I rekindle my my." Uh, relationship with my father. I'll go meet him in the hospital where he is. And and she's like, but but he's all the way across town. If only I could tell him. Wait a second. And she reaches inside her pocket, and she still has. She's she stole again the blue tattoo gun. We cut we cut to, we cut to Emerald in his in his tattoo parlor. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he grabs the blue tattoo gun. He's like, this 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 feels light for some reason. I don't I don't even know. And and he like peels off a little paint, and it's just the green it's the one with green the blue one. label on it. And he's like, "Oh, I've been bamboozled." Ah, but Maria, and cut back to Talia, <laughs> and, and she's, she's tattooed a door onto the wall, mm-hmm. and and she writes above it "hospital," and and it, and it swings open, and she she that was my <laughs> door like apparently. She she draws she draws a little WD forty and just puts it on there, and then she climbs through the doorway. Mm closes it behind her and the door falls off of the wall Mm. and so she's she's in the middle of this this hotel this hotel sorry this hospital Uh, (laughs) she's in the middle of a hotel because she's misspelled hospital right she realizes her mistake immediately draws another door says hospital double checks her spelling she asks somebody hey could you check my spelling please (laughs) does this say hospital great they're like "Uh, it's an a not an e and then she's like okay sorry and then she she climbs through the doorway and she finds herself in the lobby of a hospital. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she she goes to the front desk and she's like, "Hey, I'm looking for my father. You might remember his name from when I said it to you yesterday." Oh, of course I remember. It doesn't bear repeating now. <laughs> He's in the exact is- same room as he was in yesterday. Your father. <laughs> So we cut to him in a room, and it's this guy, and he's 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 on his last legs, I'd say. He's not doing well. Mm-mm. Lots of tubes. He's pale. His eyes are sunken. He's breathing heavily, just like that. And he turns, and he says, Talia, my daughter, you've come to see me and do that. And she says, look, Dad, I don't have time for all of this. Uh, I, we've already we've already gone through how I love you, how, how I grew up without a father, and that we found each other. We, we already went over this. This has all been well established. And she's like, listen, I, I, can, I can fix you. I can fix you with my powers. I You're missing a heart? a new lung. <laughs> but I can't <laughs> do it heart. alone. You're missing a lung and a heart? <laughs> Coming right up. <sighs> and and we hear a voice from from uh behind the curtain in the bed next to him say, "Oh, you you don't want to go down that path." 
and the curtains the, they they draw the curtain mm-hmm. and it's this this man and he has no ribs and he's <laughs> saying if you go down this path you'll never come back the same <gasps> she doesn't understand she's like she's like having flashbacks to to like um, the homeless woman being arrested and flashbacks <laughs> to to the cat she says meow and she's she's like dad i i can't do it though i i can't I can't fix you. Why? No one should have this power. Uh, it's too much for any one person. But don't you feel as though you've got control of it? Uh, just one kidney. <laughs> one lung. Anything. Just a, help. Heart, a kidney, a lung, please. Tommy. Just pick a body part. I need most of them. <laughs> I'm on my last legs, too. I need one of those. <laughs> and she says, no. Papa, I can't. And just then, he flatlines. It's a, it's an emotional scene. We it's watched this woman come to grips with the fact she might have been able to save her father, but she she can't be responsible for that sort of uh, power. She has to let let the only thing that makes life worth living is that it ends, and she understands this finally. And so she, uh, yeah. I guess, selflessly lets her father die. And, and if she were to draw an organ, it would probably fall out of her father anyway. Right. Yeah. She's also not very good at drawing. <laughs> In general, anyway, yeah, she her the heart that she drew would probably have just been a cartoony, little <laughs> little, two humped, like McDonald's. But then you put a V under it. <laughs> we all know what a what a cartoon heart looks like, Greg. You know what I mean? Picture picture Spider Man three, but <laughs> on its side and with a V under it. That's it. Yeah, the three in Spider Man three, and also as as you mentioned, Henry, it pro- the things probably would have just fallen out of him because we haven't really established the rules. She drew ribs on a guy and his real ribs fell out of him. So she doesn't even fully understand what this uh, tattoo gun does. She has no control over this power and it was probably the responsible decision. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was, you know, there wasn't a lot of risk involved, but I mean, she didn't want to be, you know, culpable to his murder. Exactly, exactly. So she decides that she needs to destroy the magical tattoo gun. And she's like, uh, I wonder how I can destroy this. I assume it's more complicated than just like smashing it with a brick or something. It's magical after all. So she she starts trying to draw things on the wall mm-hmm. that she thinks will destroy it. She's like, all right, well, maybe some dynamite. <laughs> and she's still in the hospital, mind you. <laughs> right. so, she, so drawing minim, dynamite is a reckless thing to do. Um, so she's walking around the halls with a stick of dynamite. And she's like, I shouldn't hold this. <laughs> I should... I should put this down. And she puts it down and then leaves the hospital. <laughs> Which causes a major incident. Yes. I mean, uh, but it's in the last 30 minutes, so don't worry about it. So don't about worry it. about that. We won't get to that. We won't get to that. Luckily enough, her uh, encounter with <clears throat> with demon detective... Whiskers. Whiskers and brother Saul... <clears throat> mm-hmm. That happens before the last 30 minutes. Of course. Right. The climax happens 30 minutes before the end of the movie. To the benefit of this episode. So she steps out of the hospital, and immediately she hears, meow. And she 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 whips whips around. around. Where are you? Where are you? And the the kids walk around the side of an ambulance, Mm -hmm. and Detective Whiskers is on top of the ambulance with... (laughs) with, uh, Saul. And Saul, Saul says, I... I'm sorry to hear about your father. Bless his soul. N- uh, uh, now, I assume that you're wondering how to get rid of that there tattoo gun. And so listen, just yeah, hand it over, hand it over. <laughs> oh, you know, that's how you get rid of it. You give it to me. And, and she's like, I'll never do that. No, you said, you literally told me you were evil. Why would I? <laughs> and you were like, very but clear. But one man's evil is another man's good. Am I right or am I right? Huh? Who's got me? Meow. <laughs> Thank you, Detective Whiskers. And so she says, she says, I, I, I know I can't fight you alone. And I don't have anyone left. And right at that moment, we hear, you have me, kid. And Emerald walks out of the hospital mm-hmm. and puts his hand on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And she looks up and she says, Emerald, you came. And he says, yeah, well, I got to thinking, you know, after a while tattooing <laughs> that guy, he wasn't having too much fun. And I said, well, you know, I 
I got to thinking about how much she was sweating, and I was like, well, maybe she summoned, uh, you know, Detective Whiskers and all that. So I was like, maybe my brother Saul <laughs> is involved, and as one you thing tell, led to another. As you can tell, I'm one smart cookie, nothing gets by me, and all this and all that. So I put the pieces together, and I came here, down here, to the hospital where I was assuming, you know, if this were a good movie, this is where the climax would be happening. Now, I never told you how we got rid of Detective Whiskers the first time because you ran out on my story, all right? <laughs> he snapped his fingers and the butterflies that she had summoned earlier fly down from the sky and they whirl around in a pool and they shine this bright light. Mm-hmm. And he says... Detective Pussy, you made it. And <laughs> and out jumps Detective Pussy in his top hat. Meow. And holding his kazoo, playing his kazoo. <laughs> he plays the birthday song. Because <laughs> it's a cartoon cat, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, this is this is the climax. They're gearing up for this incredible fight out front of this hospital. We know there's dynamite inside that that's going to come in, but at this point, we've hit the last thirty minutes that of the was, movie. So yeah, I think, that was about thirty. That was that's about, about 30 the thirty. Yeah. Which uh, which all in all doesn't really. I mean, what is there in the last thirty minutes anyway? Not much, right? Besides a fight between two cartoon cats, one good one evil two two brothers two long-winded uh, italian jewish brothers they have a pretty great and- back and forth during that last 30 minutes but it doesn't it yeah. i mean what what is there to get into yeah, it's yeah. some witty quips about you know being next to a hospital mm-hmm. and then uh and it doesn't need getting uh, into cut to black i guess that's it yeah and i guess also in the last 30 minutes is when uh talia says what she says when she gets fed up but uh, I mean, we I mean we know, but we're not gonna tell you. Yeah. No, no, no. It's just for us and M, and everyone else who's seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was Tats enough. Thank you, M, for sending that movie. Uh, what what a delight! The middle two and a half hours of that movie are a solid <laughs> two and a half hours. <laughs> if only the first and last thirty minutes contained anything worthwhile. But anything worthwhile. I mean, it it, it kind of had things we've all seen before anyway. I mean, reconnecting with your long-lost father and then a magic fight between two cartoon cats and tatted-up brothers using magic tattoo guns. It's, it's a tale as old as time. It's boring at this point. Yeah, yawn. Uh, should we just, like, get right to ratings? Sure. Why not? Yeah. Uh, mm, you know... You know what? You know what? Yeah. I would give this movie... I would give this movie a solid 7 out of 10. Not bad. A solid 7. I would probably give this a... I'm going to give it a 5. I thought it was good. Like you said, the ending got a bit derivative of of most movies, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would say the thing that I would compare to the most would probably be, like, a a Spider-Man 3, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You look at your Spider-Man 3s, you're gonna, you're getting the same sort of feel from this movie. You're getting the same thing. Where you're like, I've seen this before, there's too many villains going on. I've seen it done better. (laughs) I've seen sexy dancing with weird haircuts. (laughs) 8 out of 10. Oh, 8 out of 10 from you? 8 out of 10. All right. Yeah. Uh, um, there was something. Uh, well, I guess we should uh, check on the goo. Oh, uh, huh? the goo is the goo's gone. Oh shit! The goo next to the toilet. That's why the cat was gone. in my hand. We the cat were was supposed in my hand. to be looking at that. I, yep. Shit. We should have had you vomit within our like general line of sight. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of came out. You know, you can't control that. Hey, that's all right, Henry. I don't blame you. I would, but I just said I wouldn't. <laughs> You know, I appreciate that. We, we're also we just get too engaged in our own verisimilitude. Oh, verisimilitude. That's a good word, Henry. But it's not a word podcast. It's not a word podcast. podcast. Not a word. But if pi- it were, we what would that word mean? Verisimilitude. Uh, that is when you are, are have a multifunctional military. Uh, that's that's really sassy. <laughs> that's our problem. We get too sassy with our militantness. Uh, though I will note, uh, with the goo, the pile of goo is gone, but there are a series of of gooey footprints leading out of the room. Ew! Oh, here I'll mop those think, up. Uh, Don't worry, I'll mop those. You up. You know what? Now that you mention that, 
I did hear wet feet slapping across the room while we were recording. Me but too. I just, oh, uh, I just know? thought that was coming from the walls. You know, we, we have some, some wet <laughs> slapping meat sounds that come from the walls every so often. We have a lot of wet rats in the in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Ever, They're just doused in cream corn. Ever since James and the Ceiling went away, there's been a lot more rats around. Mm-hmm. And bats mm-hmm. and, and birds, albatrosses. Albatrosses. <laughs> albatrosses in the walls. Mm-hmm. Turns. Deer. I saw a flamingo once. Really? Yeah. And then, of course, we have giraffe all through the town, but... Oh, just, yeah. yeah. But, I mean... Yeah. Well, thanks. Thank you, M. Yeah, thanks, Thank M. Thank you, M. Let's wrap up this episode and let's... Uh, let's. I yeah, think we, we should, should follow. probably go uh, go handle that Linda situation. Um, and maybe... I, I think I have a clone now, so... That would be my guess. Okay. So, yeah, in the, when when we get there, Greg... Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the one that's saying I'm I'm not Henry Harrison, okay? Gotcha. You are not. I'm not. Yeah. Don't hit me with a cat. Well, here, right? hold on. Why don't you just take a cat? Let's all take a cat. Okay. I really don't want to touch those. Just take one, Kyle. Oh, just mine's take already one. dead. You're welcome. Just take a cat. <sighs> okay. Just in case. This is for. This is just in case. All right. All. All right. All right. We cannot be caught off guard again. Take a cat. I'm. I'll take the cat. Can I find some plastic gloves or something first? Or can you put it no, in, a, sir. in a bag? No, sir. I have uh, latex gloves. That would be perfect. But they're all palmless. <laughs> uh, take a cat. Okay. This, oh, God. Oh, I don't like this at all. I don't mind. Now, th- these are just for safety, all right? Now, do not use this cat unless you need it, all right? Should we all just agree that if we see another version of ourselves, we say that we're not that one? I mean, that makes sense, but we if you will, the only way we'll really be able to tell is if they're not holding a cat. There also you go. A good, a good clue. Hold on, fellas. Uh-huh. I cannot guarantee that a clone of me would not be wearing... <laughs> would not be wearing a cat. <laughs> <laughs> well... Then I guess we'll look for the one wearing a cat, then. No, that's the clone. And I will resist the urge to put on a cat. All right, fell. we got this. We got this. Thank you, Greg. Well, while we do that, if you would like to submit a film for us to review the next time we return to this break room to review a film, uh, feel free to reach out via email at cineplexpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at cineplexpodcast. You're goddamn right. All right, it's time to go figure out what all this nonsense with Goo and Linda and the town and Coat Racks is all about. Let's pull this final pin. Let's pull Mystery it. Mystery lifter boy. Hey. Away!